Before we get going, please do not forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. This helps us get the show out to as many people as possible. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Couch Guy Sports. Thanks, guys, for listening, and enjoy the show. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 133. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, and producer Pat. I think this is the first show in like a month that all three of us are together on the show. But we've got some big topics this week. One main one that I'm excited to talk about is the Houston Astros cheating scandal because those guys are scumbags. I mean, let's start for what they are. Should you – we're, we're going to get into it more in the middle of the show after the weekly dump. Alex Cheater. The question – I mean, the, the main question is, do you get rid of the Houston Astros organization? Do you just ban them forever? Do you move them to England? We want them to be moving teams to different countries, expand nah, the brand. Do you move nice. them to England? You got to move them to Mexico City. It's more dangerous down there. I mean, I don't want these people to die. Uh, I don't want the drug cartel to get them. Speaking of which, I know we don't talk about things outside of sports much. How about that drug cartel? Just the drug cartel just murdered a family down there. Did you see that? That happens like every day. It's not like an everyday occurrence. Like an American family driving through. The drug cartel is fucked up, man. I want nothing to ever do with the drug cartel. I don't even like talking about it. Yeah. They worry the hell Kids out of it. Kids were probably making TikToks. Yeah. Well, in, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Those I mean, damn kids in their TikToks. You know, shout out to Couch Guy Sports on TikTok. We have one now. Do we do? We yeah, do. We with one clip on there with 500 views, actually. Who made you it? Gotta be, wait, did I you make the TikTok? I'm oh. How come I don't know? <laughs> kid on TikTok. Producer Patty P. Yeah, yeah. I'm on TikTok now. Okay. All right. I guess Nick, I got to make some, gotta make some Feel free to post on that, whatever. Nick, we got to make some I cool guess, videos. Yeah, I guess we can go check out the TikTok, I guess. I had no idea there was a TikTok. Um, guys, go check out the yeah, sports on TikTok. I mean, Still producer stuff the, behind the scenes, you know. We just went from the Houston Astros to the drug cartel to uh, the horrific story of the drug cartel. So, with that... Is the drug cartel on TikTok? I mean, dude, probably. Okay, now now I'm hooked on the drug cartel. Is it at Sinaloa? Is that... (laughs) Dude, like a a month ago, I guess, was it El Chapo's son who was in prison and the drug cartel just showed up with just like army army grade weapons and just busted him out, had a war with the Mexican army and won. Yeah. That's terrifying. It's kind of funny. Terrifying. Imagine having a group here in America that was just better than our army. (laughs) It's horrifying. All right. Let's get into the weekly dump, baby. Cheaters. Houston Astros are cheaters. Cheaters. Oh, we'll get into it. Gordon Hayward fractured his hand against the San Antonio Spurs after he ran into LaMarcus Aldridge, knocking him out for six weeks. And Hayward's been hot, averaging 18.9 points per game. Uh, Gordon Hayward, he'll be back by Christmas. We're going to talk about that more once we get into the Celtics as a whole. But that sucks for the way the Celtics are going right now. But it's not awful. Don Cherry was fired from his job with Sportsnet over some comments he made about immigrants that some perceived as racist. Uh, Don Cherry, 
look, Don Cherry, I've never found the guy that entertaining. I always thought he was kind of stupid. I always thought, like, I, I, I don't know. He was just an old guy who yelled at the camera. But the comments weren't, they were, you know, you, you, in today's climate, they were bad. But they weren't, like, horrific. Like, but when I first heard that climate, he got fired. In today's climate, they were bad. They were bad. Yes, in, in today's climate, they were bad. But when I first heard that he, because I, I actually didn't see the comments before he got fired. So then once I saw that he got fired, I went back and looked at the comments. I was expecting to see him saying some awful shit. It, was, it wasn't great. He probably should have been fired because you got to be smarter in today's climate. But Don Cherry, gone out of our lives. Austin Rivers went in on his dad last night when they were playing the Clippers while Doc was going after the referees. Austin came up, was trying to get his dad teed up. Thanksgiving, they said, is now going to be awkward. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahiv- Ibrahimovic. That's his name? Zlatan. Zlatan announces that he is leaving the LA Galaxy with a tweet saying, quote, you're welcome. He said, I came, I saw, I conquered. Thank you, LA Galaxy, for making me feel alive again to the Galaxy fans. You wanted Zlatan. I gave you Zlatan. You are welcome. The story <laughs> continues. Amazing. <laughs> Zlatan is the best. These are the only thing that I paid attention to in the MLS. The only thing I paid attention to in Dude, the MLS. Zlatan, Zlatan was such a great crowd for them. He, he made it so relevant. It was great. Now go back to watch baseball. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick is a tryout slash showcase type thing going on in Atlanta this Saturday where 11 teams will be represented. We had a little heads and tails controversy from Monday night. I wrote about it on couch guy and we're going to get into that when we talk more about the game, when we get into the NFL scores slash rundown of the week, it was a pretty good week. No Patriots game this week, but the Monday night football game, was wild. It took way too long. They have to start these games earlier because it went after it went till after midnight. But it was it was a good game. I think it's been a little overhyped personally. I, I I don't know if it was great. People are talking like it was great, but it was a very good game. Very good game. Okay, the Raiders and the Chargers faced off on Thursday night football last week. Raiders won 26 to 24. The Jets and the Giants played. Jets beat the Giants 34-27. Falcons beat the Saints, actually embarrassed them 26 to 9. The Falcons suck. The Saints, who you know, I thought was going to be a Super Bowl contender, probably still are, got their asses whooped by the Falcons, who stink at football 26 to 9. The Titans beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs go down again 35 to 30. Two, the Ravens beat the Bengals, absolutely dismantled them, should probably sell the team 49-13. to The Browns beat the Bills 19-16, to made me lose some money on my parlay that I had this week. The Buccaneers beat the Cardinals 30-27. to Bears somehow finally won a game, beat the Lions 20-13. to The Dolphins won again, beat the Colts 16-12. to Look, here's my one problem. People are calling the Colts uh, AFC contenders, contenders, which is fine. They're obviously better with Jacoby Brissett. But I don't think your team is a contender if you can't beat the Miami Dolphins with your backup quarterback. The Miami nope. Dolphins are a horrific f- football team this year. No, they're playing together, though. They're playing as a team. They're trying to get some wins for good old Brian, uh, Big B Brian Flores. What are you doing winning? I don't know. Don't you want a quarterback? <laughs> don't you want Trevor uh, Lawrence? Well, they're going to the Bengals. Tua's going to the Bengals now, so... That's true. Oh, yeah. Don't you want Tua? Yeah, Tua's going to be a freaking... The, Tua, it sucks, because Tua is going to be... He's, his career is going to end before it even starts in Cincinnati. Uh, Tua's going to be a bangle. 
which means A.J. Green will be like the Larry Fitzgerald of there and stay and help the young quarterback and stay a Bengal and waste away in Cincinnati. It's terrible. It's terrible. Green Bay beat Carolina 24-16. The Steelers beat the Rams 17-12. Jared Goff, what a bum that guy has turned into. Exactly what we always thought he was, actually. Uh, The Vikings beat the Cowboys 28-24 in, I think, the best game of the week. And then Monday Night Football, 27-24. Seahawks took that game in overtime. Now, this is where the the heads-tails controversy comes in. A lot of people seem to think, they seem to believe that... Geno Smith from the Seahawks called tails. The coin landed on heads. The referee said heads in the he. So what happened? He went to go. He called heads, but some people thought he called tails. The ref goes heads, flips the coin, lands on heads, gives the ball to the Seahawks or gives the Seahawks the first opportunity. And a lot of people are like freaking out like, oh, no, he called tails. You can clearly hear in the video. It's a Yanni versus Laurel situation going on. if you listen if you if you listen to it and you want to hear tales you can hear tales and it's just a shit recording that's what people are going off of if you actually watch the game it does, does not sound like he said tales he said heads no. so we can all shut up he said it with a little twang little twang that's it little that's twang. all it was little twang 27-24 in an overtime game. So now there are no more undefeated teams in the NFL. 49ers were the last ones. They went down 27-24. Jimmy, by the way, didn't look good. No. Jimmy Garoppolo did not look good. So you know now, what scares me with Jimmy? It scares me that he's, what, 28, 29, and still looks like he's just figuring it out. Like, I, got, I legit think got he's— a late start. Like he's an NFL starter, I think, and I think that's part of the problem too. Is he got to lay start because he sat behind Brady so long that he's taking what he learned and is good because of that. But he's still figuring out the game speed. Like I don't think he's going to hit his prime, quote unquote, until like thirty-two. Yeah, I mean, maybe even even we don't even know if he's that good. I think he's I think he's pretty good. I think he'll be fine. And you put a good team around him, he can he can do what he's doing. All right, that was the weekly dump. Pew. Houston Astros are cheaters. Pew. So before we get into that, we're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick real quick. Yeah. So it's I mean, it's a story of the week. We got to talk about it. So Colin Ka- and I see I see your I see that you're pretty vocal on Twitter about thinking that Colin Kaepernick should get his opportunity back in the league again. Yeah, and because look at this stupid league. The quarterbacks all suck. So Kaepernick is getting a it's the NFL actually put this on. So this wasn't a thing that the Kaepernick camp is putting on. This is something the NFL is putting on. Kaepernick is going to be doing a showcase last tryout thing in front of a bunch of different NFL representatives in Atlanta. Uh, there are going to be 11 teams so far that are confirmed. Arizona, Atlanta, Cleveland, Denver, Detroit, Miami, New England, New York Giants, New York Jets, Tampa Bay and Washington. So. With that. Why do you think the NFL is doing this? Because again, this is the NFL putting this on. This isn't, this is not Colin Kaepernick's camp putting this on. This is the NFL putting this on. I think it's stupid. I think and it's, it's the NFL go, showing I'm face. I'm going to go unplug this mini fridge behind me because it's making a loud buzzing noise. You may speak. Oh, thanks. Look, the, the NFL is doing this simply because they, uh, that, that's better than the mini fridge. Like the, the the NFL is doing this simply because they uh, want to save face like this. They they hear all the backlash. Everybody keeps preaching about Colin Kaepernick and and wanting him to get a chance and all these backups playing and Kaepernick not being there. 
there's GMs out there basically saying, you know, we're here to save face and we want to, um, like, but what's the point? Like, we don't, why, why do we even want to do this? I'm just enjoying watching Nick try to unplug his mini fridge right now. Um, look, this, this is something that it doesn't make sense to me why the NFL is doing it. Reps of GMs, like I said, have come out and said, look, it's, it's a waste of time. Like, wh- why are we putting this on? We're not going to be there. They've reached out to Kaepernick's camp directly saying like, hey, it's a waste of time. We're not coming. So it's mostly because the NFL wants to save face and, and they're, they're hearing all this backlash. Like, do I think he has a legit shot of being on a team? No, because the owners don't want him on a team. And that, and that's where the this, this blackballing is coming from. But if the NFL puts on the event and invites all the teams, then it looks good on them, even though he won't get a job out of this. Okay, so I, I walked away, so I didn't really hear some of that. <laughs> yeah, because you were trying to unplug your mini fridge. Look, it, it, look, the fan in that thing's dying. It's just making a lot of noises. It sucks when I'm trying to go to bed at night. Recap, um, recap for you, Nick, real quick. It's a sham. NFL saving face. And there, there have even been GMs that have told them we're not coming. We think it's stupid. Well, the NFL is putting, well, if you don't need a quarterback, it's even a backup quarterback. Why go? Like the Saints? Like why would the Saints go? You've got Teddy Bridgewater back Patriot, there. Right? The Patriots are going, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Um, Bill Belichick I mean, they, one step ahead going, look at Colin Kaepernick. They don't have a great quarterback. They don't have a great backup quarterback. Obviously they got Jarrett Stidham right now. And sometimes the next, the, the, the next coming of Christ, Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> um, no, look, I, I think the NFL put this on. So now, now if, if he doesn't get put on a team, then this is no longer the NFL's fault. This is now the NFL owner's fault. This is now the team's fault. This isn't the NFL as an organization who are, who are blackballing this guy, keeping this guy out of the league. Now it is, if this guy's not on a team, that's up to the team, that's up to the coaches. So Roger Goodell, it's not up to him. He gave him an opportunity. The team said no. So I think he's trying to save face with the league himself. He's trying to, he's trying to make the league have a better look PR-wise. Aren't they now, not allow? Aren't they not allowing media in too? Like, I don't isn't, know. Isn't I think I think I read somewhere this is like media free. So we're gonna hear reports, but there's not gonna be much video. Like, like there's not gonna be proof or media covering this just because. Like, they're, they're trying to make this as secretive as possible with people knowing about it. Yeah. So the thing is, he might get signed, I guess. But I and I, I I've stood my ground on this stance, and I'm not gonna back off of it, especially now. Is part of the reason why he's not on a team because of what he was doing with kneeling for the national anthem? Yeah, of course it is. And you're stupid if you think otherwise. Yeah. Of course it was. But because with that comes the distraction. And the thing, the, the fact of the matter is, he's not good enough of a quarterback. At the time when he was doing this, he was a backup quarterback. So he's not good enough of a quarterback anymore to be worth that type of distraction. Okay, what happens if, let's say, another African-American quarterback in the league, let's say Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's doing the same thing. You know what? Russell Wilson's still going to be the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. Because he's worth it. Colin Kaepernick is a backup quarterback. So why would you if you're if your team wants to win football games, if your team is hell bent first and foremost on winning football games, then why would you bring this guy in if the media it's going to be a circus? That's the fact of the matter. Whatever team brings this guy in, if he is brought in, he's it's going to be a circus. The media is going to focus on the backup quarterback. Imagine if Colin Kaepernick was in the Patriots locker room. And for practices, for games, the media swarms Colin Kaepernick. And the team's just trying to focus on the next week. 
That is a problem. There's a lot of people who are, who are, and and I understand, I understand why people are upset about this. I do. Because he is like, like I said, at the top of this, this rant part, he is partially not in the league because of what he was doing with kneeling for the national anthem for, for, for supporting what he believes, which I'm all for. I am all for that. But when you think about it also from a football perspective, because, Hey, guess what? Football perspective is a pretty big part of this. If you think about it from a football perspective, why would you bring in a backup quarterback who's going to just bring a circus of media with him? Well, well, that's the thing is when when this all started, he was still he was basically transitioning into a backup quarterback. Like he was playing. Yes, he was a backup. He, that was he the was, year he was, he was a backup quarterback. Exactly. So at that point, people already didn't value him. Now, do I think he would have got another shot as a starter if people got over this faster? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, he still had he still had talent when this all started. Yeah, but we don't. Know. I mean, he might still be able to play. Who knows? But the likelihood of him getting a starting job has gone long out the window because of the time that's passed since this all started. That's the issue. If this guy can still play, maybe he's a backup. Maybe the Patriots bring him in to be Lamar Jackson. I don't know, but he might get something out of this. But is it really worth it at this point? If I'm calling Kaepernick, I'm like, do I want to play? I'm I'm making a crap ton of money doing other stuff. I don't have to play football. Yeah, like, why is he doing this? Like what? Yeah. Because unless he's peppering the league, unless him and his representatives have been peppering the league every day, like get me a goddamn tryout. I mean, maybe why is he doing like, this? I mean, the NFL themselves, like if you're if you're calling Kaepernick and you didn't pepper the league, doesn't this almost feel like a hey, come sit with us at the cool kids table, we'll help you out, and then they're gonna like make him look like a laughing stock at the actual trial. Like this seems like a like that kind of situation. Like he doesn't need football anymore. I don't even know why he's bothering. He's not gonna get a starting job out of this. I think it's stupid. And I'm all for it. I think he should have an opportunity and I'm cool with it. But at this point, I think he's past the whole getting a starting gig right away. Granted, he's probably better than some of the guys that are playing right now. But that, again, that doesn't mean anything because owners don't want to touch him with the 10 foot pole. Yes. And not only see, the, the problem with this situation is you're going to upset people on both sides of this. If you don't sign Colin Kaepernick, if the league doesn't sign Colin Kaepernick, then it's the league still blackballing this guy. Yeah. If you, do sign Colin Kaepernick, then you're going to be upsetting the fan base who, who acts like this guy committed treason. <laughs> and I like, and, and don't get like, I'll be honest. Did he might as well be part he, of the drug cartel? Yes. Like he legit might as well be part of the drug cartel. Yes. Seeing people kneel, seeing these, seeing some of the players kneel. I didn't care. Really? I didn't like they were, Hey, guess what? They were, they were standing up for something that they believe in. Sorry, if they were doing it a way that you didn't like, I mean, you're going to have to get over it. Because guess what? They don't like the things that are happening, too. But the people, the, you're going to upset the people if you do sign this guy who, who, are very, who were very upset with the way they were going about protesting. Mm -hmm. If you don't sign him, again, you're going to be upsetting the people who are on Kaepernick's side who think that the league is blackballing him. So it's a lose-lose situation. But the thing is, if he is signed with a team, which I think is what the NFL wants, I think the NFL would prefer if a, if a, if a team picked him up because that gives P good PR to them. And honestly, the people, all the people who were like, I am not going to watch the NFL. I am not going to watch the Patriots if they link arms, if they kneel. Guess what? I guarantee they're all back watching the league. They all so got fantasy lose, teams. They're all in draft yeah. kings or fan duel. Like you're, you're watching. Yeah. So if you lose some of these people because you signed Colin Kaepernick, they're going to be back. So that, that part really shouldn't matter. But 
if you bring this guy in, he's going to be a backup quarterback. You also have to find a system that really works for him because he's not going to fit maybe like a Patriots system because it's a yep. pocket system. That's what they do. Quarterback takes a three, five-step drop. He looks for the receiver. He might fit behind a guy like Russell Wilson mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. runs out of the pocket. He mm-hmm. might fit a guy even like Aaron Rodgers. He would have to find the team. You would have to, if he's going to be a second-string backup, he's going to have to find a team whose whose system he fits. But it it would be good if he got back in the league because then the story would put would be put to bed. And he was when he was when he was on when he was good for that year or two when he went to the Super Bowl. The Forty Nine ers were a blast to watch. Blast. blast. Jim Harbaugh being the coach too, like that was a personality-driven team. <laughs> I miss but Jim Harbaugh just, in the NFL. I miss him in the NFL so much. Too. Hey, don't be shocked if he comes back next year because he is underwhelming at Michigan. He's done. He can't do the college thing. He needs the NFL talent. Um, No, but Colin Kaepernick, he's if, – if I had to make a gut prediction, I think he gets signed. Um, Maybe. If I had to make I, a gut prediction, I actually think I mean, he gets signed. The way that I think he gets signed is the NFL going, hey, you should sign him. We'll give you something behind the scenes because they because they want this because they, they this want will be, this. this will this will end a lot of the issues. Some team that, is gonna, yeah, some team is going to sign him because the NFL wants this hat to happen. Yes, and he he said that he's not going to be kneeling if he does come back. So that might entice some teams to take him. It's going to be a messy situation no matter what. But the fact that the NFL is giving him this tryout is more for the NFL rather than the teams and rather than Colin Kaepernick. Because again, yeah. now it's now it's in the team's hands. It's no longer in the NFL as an organization's hands. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I'm sure we're going to talk about that more next week if a team does sign him. Bring bring him to freaking Cleveland. Well, you, I I like Baker. I'm I'm like semi out on Baker. What the hell's going on with that guy? Nah, Baker he's a real coach. That's the problem. Yeah, Freddie Kitchens also sucks. All right, moving on. So this is the big topic. This is this is the topic I was really excited to talk about. Cheaters! Cheaters! The Houston, the Houston Astros scandal going on right now. So the Houston yep. Astros, an article published by two-time guest. Did you get my text earlier? I did. I didn't get. I, I messed him. I didn't hear from him. Fucking hey, all these people. He's big time Evan Drellick guy now. All of a sudden, they're all big time in us now. We oh. had these guys on before, and now they're all big time in us. I'm freaking believable. Um, so article published by two-time guest. We've had him on twice, right? Mm, yeah. Evan Drellick and, and on into the triangle as well. Evan Drellia and on Couch Guys Sports into the Triangle. And Ken Rosenthal on The Athletic detailing how the Astros stole signs electronically during the 2017 season. Also, for people who don't know, that is also the year that the Astros won the World Series. And your manager, while cheating, your Red Sox manager, Alex Cora, was the bench coach. Who reportedly, and that's what I was going to say next, has a major involvement. One of the key, he played a key role in devising this plan, which honestly, and like they, they say that, okay, that was my favorite part about that report. He's, he played a key, him and Carlos Beltran played a key role in devising this plan. What plan? They set up a camera, they had a on. monitor, and they slapped a trash barrel. Well, what you, you're acting like they built a nuclear rocket out in center field that was sending a hey, Carlos transmitted Car- radio waves to the batter. Carlos, guess what we should do? We're going to put a camera out there. And then whenever a changeup's coming, I'm going to do this to the trash barrel. OK, that's what we're going to do. 
No one will so, ever find out. So CBS MLB, this is shout out to them. They they broke it down really simply. Uh, so I'm going to read this off. I also don't have an athletics uh, subscription, so I've only gotten bits and pieces of this because, first of all, I hate, freaking hate websites that they give you the monthly price and you're like, okay, yeah, I can handle like $12.99 a month. And then you go to pay and they just bill you for the year. Hate that. You got to pick the right option. Big pet peeve. No, 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 no. SoundCloud doesn't. You can't pay by month in SoundCloud. You just got to pay for the year. Oh, well, don't be broke then. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get slammed with the SoundCloud uh, fee soon. Um, okay, so what do the Astros do? As noted in the introduction, the Astros, this is from CBS again, the Astros used a camera position in center field to steal signs during games. Team personnel would watch the feed in a hallway between the clubhouse and dugout and would relay what was coming by hitting a garbage can. You can watch it play out for yourself here. Now, this is John Boy. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people a lot of people know John Boy based on his um, voiceovers for, I would say, fights, MLB fights, MLB arguments. He does both of them, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so John Boy broke it all down. I want to try to pull up the video here. John Boy broke it all down. Okay, here's one. Basically, the Astros had a trash can in the hallway, and when they knew that a changeup was coming based off of the camera that they had set up in center field that was relaying directly to a monitor that was inside the hallway of the dugout at home, they would then hit a trash can, making a loud bang noise that would tell the batter, hey, an off-speed pitch is coming, so they don't have to worry about the fastball. They can just sit back and wait to crush, crush, and they crushed them, these off-speed pitches. But it was very loud. Like, if you watch the videos, I encourage you guys to go look on Twitter. If you go look and watch the videos, it's freaking loud. Yeah. I, how, did, how did we not? How did nobody pick up on this before? I, I don't know. Because especially when it was – it's not like Twitter didn't exist in 2017. So no, like very so, popular. If that, <laughs> if high, more popular probably than now. Look, this is something that I'm surprised kind of slipped through the cracks like this for a couple years here. Um, Do you it, remember last year Jeff Passan like came out with an article or or came out with a report about this and we were kind of like oh, okay whatever they stole signs great they well because well, he just said they stole signs and again for people who don't watch baseball a lot stealing signs isn't the illegal part of this it's because no, they stealing, use the ca- it's because they use the camera yes so actually first of all all these freaking reports can we stop linking the Patriots and talk about the Patriots every oh, report it was every so TV- easy for them to all do that everybody. When did this break? This broke, what's today, Thursday? So was it Tuesday it broke? Yes. So Tuesday it breaks. I go to the gym on Wednesday morning, and they're talking, The, the I think it's the Today Show, they have the Houston Astros cheating scandal as the um, the the caption underneath. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of Tom Brady. I was like, what is going on? What? You don't have to friggin' link Tom Brady back to every single cheating thing in sports. Because, hey, guys, guess what? Spygate, I guarantee most people don't know what Spygate actually was. They didn't get in trouble for videotaping the walkthrough because, you know what? That's what you can do. You're allowed to do that. They got in trouble for the camera placement. That's all it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, when did they do it? In Drellick and Rosenthal's piece, they note that a source said it was likely too loud to use the garbage can during the World Series, and they weren't able to enact this system for away games. Now, this part of it I find very interesting. So former major league pitcher, and actually I didn't I didn't even know that he retired. Did you, Trevor Plouffe? He retired? Oops. Yeah, Trevor Plouffe. 
Oh, Trevor no apparently is retired. I didn't know that. I heard them say that on the radio. Had no but, idea. Yeah. Trevor Plouffe, former pitcher. He tweeted out six hours ago. Anybody curious to know how the Astros relayed signs in the 2017 World Series when banging a trash can, laughing face emoji, couldn't be heard? A very reliable source just told me. According to, and get this, did you have you seen these tweets? Yes, I saw them. According to Carson Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and now confirmed by my source, the Astros had someone watching a live feed and then relaying the pitch calls via earpiece to the bullpen catcher. Hands up on the fence for fastball, hands down for off speed. So then, then he says in the third tweet, uh, allegedly, I think I'm supposed to say that, I don't have the footage in front of me, but apparently you can see the Astros hitters looking toward right center field before the pitch is thrown. So if you know the Astros stadium layout, they have, if you go back and watch like David Price celebrating in the Astros dugout yeah. or, or bullpen last year, which is a pretty famous clip from that World Series run, you mm-hmm. can see that he's like behind a big chain link fence. So according to this, when it was too loud, when you couldn't hear the bangs during the World Series, during the postseason, they would have the bullpen catcher standing on the fence. If his hands were up on the fence, the batters could see that that's a fastball coming. If yep. his hands were off the fence and down, that was a breaking ball coming. Yep. Now, this is the interesting part. This is how it relates to the Red Sox. As expected, the MLB will interview several members of the 2017 Astros as part of its investigation, several of whom have left the organization. Here are those MLB reportedly uh, who the MLB will reportedly speak with. Carlos Beltran, the new Mets manager. Uh, Craig Bjornsson, Bjornsson, the Red Sox bullpen coach. I can't ever pronounce that name. Alex Cora, Red Sox manager. AJ Hinch, Astros manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Brandon Taubman. Oh, former Astros assistant general manager. That scumbag. That's the that's the one who was uh, yelling about the domestic abuse, by the way. Yes, he, yes, he uh, was. Or yelling about how much he loves Robert Asuna. Um, so noted scumbag, first of all. Noted, noted scumbag. So now that's the real details. That's the meat of this entire discussion. What? My, here's my problem. My problem is not with science stealing. I think sign stealing in the MLB is absolutely okay. I really do. Oh, it's part and of the game. It's, it's, it's part of the game. It's gamesmanship. It's always been part of the game. If you've got a guy on second base who's picking up signs, great. That's okay. But the problem here is the use of technology. They just went too far. That's all it is. They went way too far. And a lot of people, you've seen these people who, who are just kind of equating it with just stealing signs in general, which it's not. It's too much because knowing that an off-speed pitch is coming – totally changes the game oh yeah it's a total especially for major league hitters if you know that you don't have to worry about a a 95 mile an hour fastball blowing by you you just have to wait for an 83 mile an hour changeup. then you can sit back and you can just let that thing go 100 so it's a major major advantage to know that the off-speed pitch is coming and to use a camera in center field they just took it too far that's all they did they just took it way too far it's it's nuts too because you think about and this is something I was listening to the wonderful Adam Jones here in Boston on the way home on the sports hub and he was like oh it makes complete sense you know Altuve was always there in the big spot and you know he always seemed how to get his little body around and hit the crap out of the ball well if you know a changeup's coming that little body has enough time to get some torque and hit the crap out of the ball it's just slimy that's all it is slimy that's the thing it, it, it's, it's it's cheating 
It is. Sign stealing is not cheating. If you can get the signs, like what the Red Sox did with the Apple Watch in, 20, in 2018, 2017. John with Farrell, the Red, cheating. Yes, what the Red Sox did with the Apple Watch, that is cheating. But they use technology, which is the problem. You should not be able to just get the signs. It just takes away from the game. You, yeah. you, can't, just, you can't just get the signs and just have them. Because it gives you a distinct advantage. It's cheating. That's what that's what it comes down to. Sign stealing, fine. If it's done organically and not with friggin' electronics. If it's used with electronics, that's not organic. That's just straight cheating. Call it for what it is. It's it's something that you look at and like just just steal signs like a normal human being. Just just stop with the cameras. Look, I, I hope they get something big for repercussion out of this. Um, I don't know what the Red Sox will do, if anything. They're not they're not going to do anything to Alex Cora. Like, he's going to be the manager. Um, something should come out of this. So, there are also a lot of them, uh, a lot of different videos coming out, too, where you can hear whistling coming during the 2017 World Series um, from the Astros' dugout. And if you remember this year, the Yankees and the Astros actually got into it with a about um, whistling coming from the dugout. Mm-hmm. So you won't be able to hear it again. You should go up and look at it. Um, you should go up and look at it on Twitter because it's blatant. What they were doing was just so blatant. And it shocks me that this wasn't a bigger discussion. What did you think the punishment should be? I missed it. I'm sorry. I didn't say anything about the punishment. I said what? they should get one. What do you think a punishment should be, though? Oh, I don't know. Some draft picks, some it monies, be, maybe lose get, the World Series. Can you can lose you give can you, can, can you take away the World <laughs> Series? Is that the thing? Like you you look back in history and like in like 2058 and your your kids are or like your grandkids are like, oh what? Why wasn't there a World Series in 2017? You're like, oh, uh, they just didn't play it. <laughs> they just decided not to play it. It's because they didn't eat their green vegetables, kids. <laughs> yeah. Now go eat your fucking green vegetables. Go eat your, go eat your broccoli. A little bitch. I was about to say a little bitch. God. Well, <laughs> 133 episodes in. We got the same brain now. It's the same language. We're in. We're doing I know. They, they, they have to come down hard on this. They do. Because if you don't, then other teams are just going to start. Because there's yeah. technology now. Well, because un- think about well, think about if you don't do something big, then it's like, oh, cool, I only have to give up that, and I can steal signs with a camera and win a World Series. Great, I'll take that payoff any day of the week. That's, like that's the thing. Other teams will start doing this if you don't come down hard on them, because technology is so advanced now that you can use technology and you can get away with all of this stuff so mm-hmm. easily. So if a team thinks that they're they're only going to lose a draft pick, one draft pick, one maybe second first round draft pick. Yeah. If they get caught stealing signs, if they get caught stealing signs. Yeah, that's a big if, too. Might be worth big if. That might be worth it for them. So you have to come down hard on these guys. Now, I saw these friggin' in. Okay, so now here's the thing. So that's the Astros. You, I, I think for a punishment, you should lose a first and a second round draft pick, and you should lose international money. Or, or you should lose, like what the Red Sox did, you should lose international rights. You should not be able to sign international free agents for maybe two years. That's a big hit. That's a big hit because nowadays a lot of the good players are those international signings. Yeah. Mr. So, Ruznay Castillo himself. I mean, pride of Pawtucket. <laughs> well, soon pride of socket. True. Pride of socket. Excuse me. Oh, producer Patty P with some food there. <laughs> Hello. Kid coming in hot. They should. They should. Baby. What are they? 
A nachos, baby. Nachos. He went down to Mexico for the cartel. Ha ha. You have to hammer these guys. You absolutely have to hammer these guys. And I saw some people talking about should they punish Alex Cora? Should they punish Carlos Beltran? No, it's the team. Team. It's the team. It's an organizational thing. If you want to find them separately, if you really find out that Cora is the one who is like the central brain in this, maybe find them. But it's the team. It's an organizational thing. Keep it in-house. But he probably does deserve some kind of punishment. If he gets, he he should get, I hope he gets something. Yeah, if he's if he's one of the main, like, mm-hmm, I'm going to slap a trash can, mm-hmm, then, like, he's got to get something out of it. Yeah, and there are Red Sox fans who don't, there are Red Sox fans who don't want to admit it, but, hey, Alex Cora was a big part of this. Big Alex Cora was a cheater in 2017. Cheated. So, he probably deserves a little something, a little, a little tiny punishment, but he, he definitely deserves something. Better or and worse than the, saw, better. Wait, is he thinking it's going to be less or more than what Brady got for deflating footballs? Oh, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't murder Brady. Right. I'm surprised they didn't do a public execution for Tom Brady. He's a witch. The balls were deflated. <laughs> I saw some. I saw some idiot on Twitter say that they should suspend AJ Hinch and Alex Cora for a year. What? For a year. This is Psychopath. stupid. What Stop a moron. That. That's like they want. That's like people wanting to like ban Brady for deflating Dude, that's footballs. That's why. That's why I hate Twitter. It sucks. Like you have so many morons saying stupid, uneducated things. Go so hang spend out on them Instagram. for a year. Shut the fuck up. Go to Instagram. Be on Instagram. God. Yeah. Like don't get out of my sport. Don't talk baseball. You freaking moron. All right. So I'm sure. I think there's going to be a lot more coming down with this. Shout out to Evan Drellick for getting the story too. Um, we're we're a big Evan Drellick guy. He's been on the show a couple times. He's been a great guest. So. Maybe we can even get on Drellick next week. We can see. And also, just want to give credit to RJ Anderson and Mike Axa. Axa? Axisa? Axisa. <laughs> of CBS. They're the ones who broke down the, uh, the little timeline here of what's been going on with the uh, Houston Astros cheating scandal. I, 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 It's a big deal. It really is. I think it's getting a little overblown. Yep. They didn't murder anybody. Like, people are acting like they're going to, like, they, they just they murdered some of their fans. But it's it's a big deal. What they did is a big deal. And the MLB is going to have to take care of this. They're going to have to they are going to have to come down hard on these guys. They and will. And the thing is, the MLB is now going to be in the spotlight for the next couple of weeks going into December just because of, you know, Christmas uh, GM meetings, winter meetings, all that good stuff. That's all coming around the corner. Um, and, and February is not that far off. So um, that's that's going to be where we're at real quick. All right. Real quick, just a couple minutes, Celtics. The Celtics are the hottest team in basketball right now. November 14th, they are 9-1. They lost opening night, went down to 0-1. They haven't lost a goddamn game since. And first of all, I said this off-air before we started the show. I am so sick and tired of people, especially reporters, beat reporters acting like, still trying to act like Kyrie wasn't one of the main, if not the main issue last year. He was the main issue last year. And it's so crystal clear now. The core here is still the same, minus Kyrie, Ad Campbell. And look what's going on in Brooklyn. He's already yelling at his teammates. Yelling at his teammates. The Celtics are hands down. Oh, they are. They're the best team in the NBA right now. They're all happy. You can tell they like each other. Yeah, it's been like that since day one, since this whole team came together. And you saw it even when uh, when the the main four guys there uh, played for Team USA. Even over there, you can see they had chemistry. Like, this is such a better situation. Kemba... 
Honestly, people are like, oh, Kemba's not as good as Kyrie. It's pretty close, to be honest, if you watch Kemba. <laughs> good. And I, which makes no sense to me because when he was playing for Charlotte, everybody was talking about how good this guy was. And then when the, when the Celtics signed him, they're like, hey, you know, he's not that good. He's, he's, he's that pretty good. good. He's not Kyrie. He's not he's Kyrie. Not, you know, you know Kyrie Irving. You know what? Kyrie Irving could suck my ass. Dude, ready? Okay. The, the, the difference this year, so the Celtics have one, two, three, four, five guys points per game average above 10. This is the best thing that could have happened for this team because when you look at last year's team, it wasn't this even. It wasn't this spread out. Like you, They weren't giving the ball up. Kyrie took the no, ball. They, I don't know. Felt like, they felt like they had to give the ball to Kyrie. Yeah, no matter what. This, this is insane. It's so much better off. Like, And you're seeing, especially with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, exactly what we've talked about is happening. You needed Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum to be the core. And it's happening, and Gordon Hayward's right there with him. Gordon Hayward, yes, Gordon Hayward is right there with him. Jalen Brown, having Gordon Hayward out sucks, but Jalen Brown's a damn good backup. Jalen Brown's, Jalen Brown's in signing that contract. You see some guys who sign big deals, and then they kind of turtle. They don't look that great after because they got the money. Who needs it? He's looked phenomenal this season. Well, look at and Jason Tatum. And, and, and they did they did something that we talked about. Yeah, Xander Bogart did the same thing this year. They did something that we talked about that was key, and we mentioned this over the offseason. The Celtics are going to be good. The Celtics are going to be contenders, and they are legit contenders. The Celtics are going to be legitimate contenders if and only if Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both take big steps. And they, they look like they did. They already have. Yeah, and it's been what ten games? Like yes, you knew. And Marcus you knew, Smart hits threes. Yeah, successfully more often than not. Uh, Kemba Walker, we knew what we were getting. I mean, uh, I mean, we did. I mean, some people didn't, but this is what Kemba Walker's been his entire career. So this doesn't surprise me. Gordon Hayward shouldn't surprise anybody. This is what Gordon Hayward was before he got hurt. You had to give him a year it's, to heal it up. It makes no sense that people are shocked writing. about this. This this is exactly what he was, and this is why the Celtics paid him so much money. Yes, this and is every, what they and paid they, for. And they said when he got hurt. It takes a year of playing to get back to what he was. And everybody, everybody after what they saw last year was like, oh, well, this guy sucks. Trade to Gordon Hayward. He's done. Mind yeah. you, no, this is what you're getting. So this it's the Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown factor. And you're basically both getting 20. They're both basically 20 points per game, right? And that's exactly what this team needs. Jason Tatum's had a game winner this year, first of his career, because Kyrie wasn't there to take it from him. Um, Jalen Brown has looked consistent and steadily grown every year since he's been in the league. It's, this is the, the those two are the two that are going to help you make this team a, a legit contender the rest of the year. And look, there's no surprise to me if the Celtics come out of the East and go to the finals. There really isn't because this team legit is that good. Yes, they are. They are legitimate contenders. And it goes back to an early game when Jason Tatum basically, I think he might have apologized for taking so many shots. And Kemba told him he was like, I don't care if you take so many shots. Keep shooting, dude. Like you're yes. good. Keep shooting. That is the difference in this team. This team likes each other, and this team is a team. This isn't Kyrie's team. This is the Boston Celtics looking to win. Like, think about the like, Jason Tatum. I wish they held on to Aaron Baines, though. Oh, mm. I miss Aaron Baines so much. And he's uh, but, great dude, in he's Phoenix right now. Killing it in Phoenix. And he's killing it. They need a big man. It sucks. They've got Robert Williams, who's been fine, but I wish they had Aaron Baines. Carl Anthony Towns, man. Let's get him here. Get him. Absolutely. I want that fight. Him and Embiid, dude. In, oh, in the same conference? Oh, Let's do it. Screw Embiid. I, I hate I, that guy. I would love it so much. Look, this team is not overachieving. I've seen that too. Like, they're not overachieving. This is what they're this is what they can do. And they've done it against legit contenders. And the biggest difference, like you said, is the chemistry. Um, the game winner Tatum hit. Who was that against? What team was that? Who, was that against I, the Knicks? I forget. 
Jason Tatum's game winner. If he hit that last year, Kyrie Irving goes over to him and is like kind of happy, but probably doesn't care that much to celebrate. Kemba was jumping up and down, flaunting it. And even if he missed that, Kemba would have told him to keep shooting. Kyrie would have bitched him. He did it last year uh, when Gordon Hayward, not Gordon Hayward. Yeah. When Gordon yeah. Hayward gave the ball to Tatum instead of him. Yeah. Like he went over and bitched Gordon Hayward out for five minutes. Like, no, we're past this. Kyrie's an asshole. We're good. And Celtics are the best team in the NBA. Actually, legitimately the best team in the NBA, 9-1. I want to I wrap it up on a Kyrie sucks conversation. Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 133. Guys, don't forget to always rate and subscribe on iTunes. It is a huge help to us. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, and producer Patty P. Follow us on everything at Couch Guys Sports, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Even though the app that I used to get videos from Instagram just got taken away, so I have to find something else now. And the Couch Guy Sports Podcast is also on Twitter. Again, rant, subscribe, and iTunes. Big help. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, producer Patty P. Guys, we're going to be back next week for episode number 134. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening.